He's back at guard, a 6'3 sophomore from Fort Washington, Maryland, number three, Judah Mays. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to a massive episode of Locked on Syracuse. I'm Owen Valentine saying thank you so much for making Locked on Syracuse your first listen today and every day, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And today's episode, what a day. FanDuel Sportsbook gets the sponsorship Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. He is back. Judah Mintz makes his return to Syracuse for year number two. He defied the odds. I gave him a 95% chance to leave this morning, and he is back. He is here for the second go-around, and I am unhinged. I am a loose cannon right now. I've got a little fizzy bubbly in the cup here. We are having some fun. It has got some orange flavor in there. That's all you need to know. It is uh, absolutely delicious, and we are buzzing with the news of Judah Mintz returning for year two. Give me an unreal hype video from Syracuse basketball. A little Game of Thrones music type nod there as well. Got me fired up. We are hopping on probably six, seven minutes after the announcement, ready to go absolutely nuts on your Thursday episode of Locked on Syracuse. You're going to have to fact check me after today because I am ready to make some takes And maybe tomorrow we rein it in, but today I am going to ride the high of this news. Because Judah Mintz coming back to Syracuse for year number two is one of the biggest decisions in terms of the trajectory of Syracuse basketball that we have seen in a tremendously long amount of time. Syracuse basketball should be ranked heading in to this season. That is how fired up I am about this. That is how big an impact I feel about this, that I think that Syracuse basketball could very well deservedly be ranked in the top 25 preseason, if not within the first few weeks of the year. That is the type of impact that I think this decision has on Syracuse basketball. Say I'm overreacting. I think you're wrong. This is so drastically crucial to Syracuse's success. The amount of depth that they now have at the guard position is something that we haven't seen in genuinely decades for Syracuse basketball. Since they were incredibly prominent, since they were at the top of 
the country you haven't seen this type of guard depth for Syracuse. Judah Mintz, J.J. Starling, Chance Westry, other names to throw in the mix depending on what they do this season that should be of value. That trio of guards right there I will put up against the rest of the ACC right now. That is the caliber that this backcourt now has. That is the potential that that trio now can unleash. You are telling me that Chance Westry, a former top 50 player, four-star guy just a year ago who battled injury last year, is now your sixth man? Fire me up. That is the type of impact that this decision had. It came out of nowhere. All hope was lost. A lot of people, myself included today, thought Judah Mintz was going to decide to stay in the NBA draft and risk possibly going undrafted before he came back to Syracuse for year two. Instead, we get the surprise of the day. We were on the edge of our seats all day. I haven't refreshed Twitter this many times in a day since I took over the Locked On Syracuse podcast. That is what I did today. I need to apologize to my students. I wasn't teaching today. I was refreshing my Twitter feed. If my bosses are listening, that's a lie. I was teaching the whole day. That is what this news meant. That is what this decision means impact-wise for Syracuse and this season, and then moving forward from here, right? We know what this means. Judah comes back for year two weaker draft class in 2024. He gets to show that growth. He gets to establish himself as that caliber of player. And then he cycles out perfectly for Elijah Moore. Choppa coming in in that class of 2024. This cycle, this spacing, this experience is really, really important for Syracuse basketball. To be able to get one more year of Judah and have him play alongside two other phenomenal guards. When you look at that 2022 recruiting class and those 2022 recruiting rankings, Syracuse has three of the best guards in that class now on this roster, albeit a year removed. Judamins, J.J. Starling, Chance Westry, three incredibly sought-after guards in that 2022 class. Top 100 players with ease rostered at Syracuse this season to wreak havoc across not just the ACC, but the college basketball landscape. This is tremendous news. And you have to tip your cap to Red Autry one more time because he has done some incredible things in two and a half months since taking over. If Red didn't do what he did, there's a good chance Judah would have entered the portal. There's a chance Judah would have done that risk. But Red Autry has has found a way to bring and maintain the status quo in terms of keeping key players for Syracuse and also bringing in the pieces that you need to be successful now. I am not anticipating what many people, myself included two and a half months ago, thought was going to be uh, a situation where it gets worse before it gets better. That's not what we are in right now. We are in a situation where things immediately 
have shot up. Things immediately have improved. And Syracuse right now is in such a good position and a position that I'm going to go out and say we haven't really seen them in since, what, 2015-16? Since the second year after they joined the ACC? That is the type of impact. This is the best thing that you are going to have, the best roster that Syracuse has probably had since the 2013 or 2014-2015 season, or 2013-14, when Syracuse first joined the ACC. I think that could genuinely be the best roster since they've done that. Since year one in the ACC, this could be the best roster that Syracuse has had. And I don't think that's an overreaction. I might overreact throughout this show. Call me out. Hold me accountable. But I don't think that statement right there is an overreaction. I'm going to take a second. I'm going to compose myself. I'm going to have a drink of my mystery bevy here. We're going to talk about our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Get a little bit of info for today. It is NBA playoffs. It's the NBA finals. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers, they get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's right. $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. They've got player props. You can do same game parlays, spreads, lines, individual blocks. They got funky stuff. They got odds boost. They got pre prep parlays for you. Jokic to have a double double uh, and the Sixers to win. Whatever you want, they've got it for you. It's very, very easy to use. It's what I use when I place my sports bets. I'm not giving you betting advice today. You don't want that from me. It's what I use when I make my sports bets because it's easy to use. It's simple. It's safe. It's secure. And you get paid instantly when you want your money. You want all those winnings. You get it when you want it. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Owen Valentine, on your Locked on Syracuse Thursday episode where we celebrate the new, we've got a national champion shirt on. Buda Mintz is coming back for year two at Syracuse basketball, a sophomore. Judah Mintz makes the return. Now today, I was trying to read as much into everything as I possibly can. And that is a recipe for disaster. It's not good for the mental state, and it drives you to insanity. I'm piecing together the details of a Judah Mintz Instagram story. I'm trying to piece together the timetable uh, from John Rothstein tweets, from Joe Tipton tweets, from player, from Judah's Twitter, from Judah's Instagram, trying to piece together everything I can scrolling through the different tweets, the different Instagram posts since he decided to test the NBA draft waters. I was worried. I read into an article from the Charlotte Observer earlier this week, Judah talking about how he feels like he's already accomplished his dream and his dream now provides him the opportunity to go to the NBA. And that he feels like his freshman season speaks for itself. That's quote right there. I was like, he's done. 
there is no chance in hell he comes back for year two. I said yesterday, 95% chance he's gone, 5% chance he stays, but thank God I gave him a chance. I'm not completely wrong because there were 5% percentage points that would stay and make us wait. And I've got to assume those conversations uh, were happening with coaching staffs or with the coaching staff for Syracuse. Those conversations are happening with NBA exec staffs. Those conversations are happening with Syracuse's collectives. Some NIL possibilities maybe in the mix with that decision. And at 9.15, 9.20, 9.30, we get the news. I was looking at Mox today, and he dropped off. And there's only 58 picks in this year's draft. A couple of uh, teams lose a pick for some violations. 58 picks. And Judah was projected in the mid-50s in a lot of the mocks. And today, in number of mocks that were released, I'm recording this Wednesday, so on Wednesday and Tuesday evening, the mocks that I was seeing come out, they didn't have Judah listed. And these were a number of mocks that originally did have Judah listed. And so maybe something was figured out in the last 48 hours with regards to whether or not he would get drafted this season. Whatever he was told, whatever info that is, it leads him back to Syracuse. And as Rascal Flatts said, God bless the broken road that led him straight to Syracuse for year two. Because, oh my, I had to text my old uh, co-host here, good friend of mine, Matt Bonaparte, to talk me off of making an incredibly rash statement that Syracuse can go out and win the national title. I'm not going to make that statement today because I feel like I lose my credibility if I go that rogue on today's episode, but that is where my mind first went. I don't think they're a betting favorite in any capacity. I don't think they're that level, but I will say this, this Syracuse basketball team, as it speaks right now, a team where at guard, you've got a three-man rotation of Judah Mintz, NBA caliber player, J.J. Starling, NBA caliber player, Chance Westry, a guard with untapped potential like nobody could even explain. A forward group that returns three freshmen that showed a lot of promise in year one, and a sophomore that continues to, at times, bring some ideas, bring that potential, and has had five-game spurts many, many times in his two years at Syracuse in Benny Williams. You've got a center that is the tallest player to ever play at Syracuse basketball in Naheem McLeod. I don't care if he can score. I don't care if he can do anything. It's hard to score over a man that's seven foot four. And Naheem McLeod has assets that go alongside his height. He's got a skill set that helps his height far more than him just being a tall tree. He's a tall tree that can do a lot. There is a bench for Syracuse that has options. 
that can take risks, that is not going to get into foul trouble because there is depth on this team, like nothing that we saw out of Jim Beheim in some time. This is a team that can rotate players. I haven't mentioned Quadir Copeland, who can rotate in without question successfully. I haven't mentioned uh, backup center spots where you've got three guys prone to make a huge jump in year two or three, or one in William Patterson's case. I am so fired up about this roster right now that I wanted to come out here and say this is a natty type team. I'm not going to say it, but just know I thought it for a little bit. I did talk myself out of it. Bones helped jump me on or walk me off of that uh, with that decision. But I do genuinely think that this is a team that will be ranked at some point next season. I think it's a team that can make a true run to the Sweet 16, not a team that is a a world-shocking Sweet 16 run. I think this is a team that can legitimately make it to the Sweet 16 as a four, five, six seed type team now. I think this is a team that can make some noise in a tournament where their preseason, early season tournament, you got a lot of big time teams going on in there. And I think now you are right in the pack of teams that can make a name for themselves in that tournament. Going down south. Going tropical and doing your thing down there. Now, what does this mean for Syracuse rotation-wise at the guard spot? Because I, I think that's an interesting convo. What Judah Mintz provides Syracuse is exactly the key piece that it needed. Judah can play the one. I think Judah is undoubtedly the one. JJ can play the two. Shoots the ball a little bit better than Judah also can put the ball on the floor and get to the rim. Those two can coexist as combo guards and just play as combo guards. You don't need a one and a two. You could just have Judah and JJ play basketball. And that seems like with the speed, the tempo, the get out and run, the movement that Adrian Autry is advertising, oh my God. What a duo to be able to go and do that. Judamints and J.J. Starling can coexist. You've got Westry that could come in off the bench for 10, 15, 20 minutes a game and cycle those three guys. You've got Quadir Copeland that was a spark already that can continue to be that type of spark. You've got a Kansas transfer in Kyle Cuff Jr. that – Nobody even knows what he can do. Maybe he's in there as well. You have guard depth. What? When's the last time that's happened? It hasn't in so long, and now you've got guard depth out the wazoo. This is fun. It's a fun time to be a Syracuse basketball fan. Get fired up. Have a drink. Do some other remedies if that's what you're into. This is the time to celebrate. Do, 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 Woo-hoo-hoo! That's the type of energy we should have today. Take that into the horizon. We are in a new dawn of Syracuse basketball. 
Adrian Autry and company are bringing Syracuse to national relevance once again. We're here. We're back. We're ready to make a statement. And Judah Mintz is right there to do it for us with the team that's got a ton of talent, some brand new transfers, some guys on the horizon as well. That 2024 class looks so good for this to be a stretched out, drawn out, more consistent thing. This is what we've wanted. This is what we've been asking for for years. This is why the end of the Jim Beheim era was so frustrating because we couldn't get to this point with the questions of coaching lingering in the air. This is so big for Syracuse basketball. It feels like it. And when Donnie Freeman signed, he said it. And we've been trying to say it for what? A decade, maybe? Syracuse basketball is back. Syracuse back. That is the impact of Judah Mintz returning for year two. I didn't think it could happen. Twitter didn't necessarily think it could happen. Articles written about him didn't think it could happen. My group chats didn't think it could happen. But guess what? It did happen. And we are here, ready to fire ourselves up, ready to get going, and ready to make some noise in the 2023-2024 Syracuse basketball season. If you're not excited, go pick a new team. If you are not fired up, overjoyed, ready to run through a brick wall with this news, go. I don't want you in the fan base. I don't want you here. I don't want to be a part of a community that is not fired up right now. Get out. Go. Kick rocks. See ya. Block me on Twitter. Unsubscribe from the pod. Do your thing. Because if you are not fired up right now and excited for what the future holds for Syracuse basketball, you've got some issues that need to be dealt with. That is how passionately I feel right now, and you should feel with regards to Syracuse basketball. It's a huge time, an ecstatic moment for me. I'm going to go make an impulse purchase. I might go spend $500 on a signed Carmelo Anthony card. That's the type of energy I've got right now. That's how fired up I am about Syracuse basketball, Syracuse getting back. Adrian Autry, do your thing. Oh my, am I ready. I hope you're excited. I hope you're ready to do it. I am going to continue buzzing tonight. I'm going to have some fun. This will come out tomorrow morning on Thursday. Uh, Get fired up in the car on your way to work. Get fired up in the office whenever you're watching, whenever you're listening. Oh my, what a day. I don't even know. I don't want to end the episode. But we're at that time. I mean, this is tremendous. This is so fun. I need to get Judah Mintz on this podcast. Find a way. Uh, Carl Mintz, if you're actually related to Judah, reach out. I will I will go. Mm, we can have some fun. Bring him on the podcast. Let's have a good time. Get fired up in the comments on YouTube. 
LFGs, do your thing. Welcome back. Let's go. We lit. What are the new expectations for Syracuse basketball? Is the Sweet 16 the sweet spot? I feel like that's what feels right right now. Uh, am I overreacting slightly? Am I overreacting a ton? If you are a bold person that wants to say that I'm insane for being excited right now, test the waters. Sure. Find me on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse over there. Have some fun. Let's do our thing. Uh, This is a fun day to be on Syracuse Twitter. A fun conversation to be able to join. What should next year's expectations be given this news? I hope y'all have an incredible day. Take this energy into the weekend. It is the month of June. And we are fired up for what is lingering in November. Four months away. Five months away. That is how exciting this news is. Harness this energy. Bring it to the world. Have some fun. Be kind today. Make somebody smile. I can't stop smiling. Uh, I'm going to go continue yelling, selling, telling, sending texts out, firing off tweets, trying to compose myself. My group chats are going nuts right now. My phone is blowing up. He's back. He's back. I'm like Harry Potter in the Goblet of Fire. He's back. He's back. Voldemort's back. Judah Mintz is back. And I'm fired up. Heading out of your Locked on Syracuse Thursday episode. Thank you so much for making Locked on Syracuse your first listen today and every day, as always, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Oh, my. What a day to be alive. What a time to be a Syracuse basketball fan. Let's take a break. Do your thing. Have your way of celebrating whatever that is. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to polish this off. It's the end of an episode. I don't care. We'll give them a free nod. 1911 Orange Creamsicle. Delicious. That's not sponsored. That is not sponsored. But that is what we're doing today. Enjoy. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Peace.